Welcome to the Small Business Growth Podcast with me, your host, Maddie Giordano. We will talk all things business, branding, and social media marketing so you can turn your passion into success, whether that be a clothing store, a yoga studio, an online coaching business, or whatever lights that fire inside of you. Here, you will find tons of quality information so you can crush your goals, build your business, and make more moolah. Sound good? Let's jump on in. Hello, beautiful people of the Busy Bee community. Hello. I hope you guys are all having a great day. I'm excited about today's episode. It's going to be short, it's going to be quick, and it's going to be super strategy focused. I'm going to talk all about my three biggest growth strategies to increase your following, to grow your audience, to grow on Instagram. This is super requested, but I just want to start off the episode. I'm going to hop right on in, but I just want to start right off on the episode with saying that you do not need thousands of followers to make money on Instagram. You really, really don't. It is much more quality over quantity for followers. You really need to know your audience. And if you have 500 followers of your ideal client or your ideal customer, you are golden because that is 500 possible customers or 500 perfect people for your brand is much, much better than having 10,000 people that really aren't super focused on your brand, that they really don't care. So it's much more quality over quantity. So don't feel like if you only have two to 300 followers out there that your profile is not going to bring you money. I have had clients that have three to 500 followers and they make thousands of dollars from their social media because A, those are possible customers, they're real people, so they really nurture the audience that they already have and B, they use their strategies to retain those followers as customers for repeat buyers because it's much more profitable to keep a customer than to acquire a new one. Now that's a topic for a different day, but just know that you do not need thousands and thousands of followers in order to make money off of social media. Does it help to have more? Absolutely, but more quality customers or more quality followers are going to be better than just random. So that goes back to the bots, that goes back to just follow groups, all of those things, which I'm skipping ahead a little bit into what doesn't work, but those things don't really work because you want your followers to be real, true people that are interested in your product because then it increases your engagement rate per the number of followers that you have. And then Instagram thinks that your engagement Engagement rate is higher, so it will push it out to more people. So that engagement rate is all based on how many followers you have. So you don't want to have a bunch of followers that don't really care about what you're posting. So now that we have that straightened out, don't feel bad if you only have a couple of hundred followers because those are all very quality people. It is more of a quality audience than anything. I want to first start with what doesn't work to grow an audience. And I've done a ton of research on this and then we'll talk about what does work and the strategies for you to focus on. So the first order of business is what strategies don't work. Let's start off with follow for follow. Now this is a really old strategy where people would just go to other people in their industry and follow all of the people that followed them. And does this work? Yes, but it is not always going to be as efficient with your time as possible. You can only follow 7,000 people on Instagram. So once you reach that number, which might sound like a ton, 
but it goes quick when you're following 70 people at a time. So if you follow people, you're just going to have to unfollow them later. It's not very efficient. It's going to take you a ton of time to do. And yes, you will gain followers from it, but it is not your only strategy to use. A lot of times you get people to follow you back and then they unfollow you within the next couple of weeks because they weren't actually somebody that is going to want your profile or want the content that you're posting. They're just following you because you followed them. So should you do it? I say no. <laughs> your second one are follow loops. So this is something where you join a group and then basically just everybody follows everybody and you gain a whole bunch of followers. Now the only place where this sometimes works is if that follow loop is your ideal client or customer. Because again, you want all of your followers to be people that possibly want to work with you. So you wouldn't just want to join these follow loops that's going to be a whole bunch of random people and models and people that are trying to get famous just for showing their booty pics on Instagram. You want it to be your possible Instagram customers. A lot of times those follow loops are very spammy and you're really not going to make any money off of them because in the end, that is what we're trying to do is grow an audience of people that will make you money. So follow for follow and follow loops, I say no go. The next one is engagement pods. Engagement pods are pods that you can join. You can join them on like WhatsApp. Sometimes you can join them on Facebook Messenger. Sometimes they're within Instagram. And anytime someone posts, they, they post something in that profile or in that group message. And then you, everybody in that message has to go and like, comment, save, share, whatever it is that the rules are within the pod. The idea here is, is that if you have increased engagement, then it's going to get pushed out to more people. It's more likely to go on the explore page and it's going to grow your profile. I joined these to test this one myself for a very long time. One, they are very time intensive because all of these people post every day. Sometimes they're up to like 40 people within a group and it gets very time consuming. Two, these people are not your ideal customer most of the time. And so they're really not helping you in any way except getting that first comment and getting some more comments on your profile. And three, I think we're on three. <laughs> they are against the policy of Instagram. So if Instagram catches you for some reason or they see that things are spammy, they are going to shadow ban you, which basically means that they're going to decrease your reach for two weeks after they find that you're doing something against their policy. And once they do that, if they keep finding that you're doing these things or they have the suspicion that they are, they can completely take down your profile. So I really would not recommend them. I did them for a couple of months to test if it really does help you grow. And then I tested it after to see what was the difference. And honestly, there is no difference. And I did get demoted after I left the groups because my engagement decreased until I started getting comments from my own people once again. So another no-go. Now the last no-go or not really no-go is hashtags. Hashtags are right on the fence for me. I do a lot of testing whether they work, whether they don't work. And yes, they do work if you have a proper strategy, but they don't hurt you if your strategy is poor. It's just going to get you more reaches. So I would say hashtags are a yes. If you want to learn all about hashtags, I have an episode 
all about how to make hashtags work for you the proper way. And that's episode number 10. So go listen to that one as well. And it has my whole hashtag strategy on there. It does work, yes. But just know that it doesn't work for everybody unless you have the proper strategy behind it. So go listen to that episode after this one. So again, engagement pods, follow for follow, follow loops, none of those really work for you to want to make money on social media. So let's dive in to three most popular, easy, efficient strategies to actually grow your audience on Instagram if you're trying to grow your cold lead. So a follower in general is just a cold lead, someone that is interested in your business but not quite yet ready to buy. I go through seasons of my business where I do a lot of cold lead growth within my business and then I go through a lot of time where I more just nurture my audience that I have and spend a lot of time following up with them. So remembering that there's ebbs and flows in things that you're doing in your business and times to do different things. So I do do a lot of these strategies every day because they're easy, they're quick and I schedule them out within my day. All right, strategy number one is you need to first have your profile set up for your audience. So again, this all goes back, if you listen to any of my content, you're going to be sick of me saying it, but you need to know who your ideal customer is. You need to know their lifestyle, you need to know who they follow, you need to know where they hang out, and you need to set up your profile for them. And that means that you're going to talk directly to their problems, to what you can solve for them. So this goes right off the bat up to your bio. You need to talk directly to them. Their bio is the new business card. So when they go onto your profile, you have seven seconds to impress them in order for them to want to follow you. So what they do is they look at your profile. They first scroll down to the first nine to 12 posts. They scroll back up, read your bio, watch your highlights, and maybe watch your stories if they're very interested in what it is that they're doing. So your, your first, your photos have to be set up for something so eye-catching, not blurry, bright photos, eye, cohesive-looking feed. On that note, it is not going to make or break your profile to have a cohesive feed. It will just make you look more professional. So it's not an absolute dire need to have a perfectly curated feed, but it will, people are visual and people do want to buy from things that are pretty and the things that they are visually attracted to. So if you have more of that, you are more likely to grow quicker. So having your profile set up, having your bio answer these three questions. Who are you selling to? What is it that you are actually selling specifically? And why are you different than anybody else? That should be answered in your bio. Now you might be saying, Maddie, there's only a couple of characters in there. How the heck am I supposed to set that up perfectly to answer all three of those questions. And this is called an I help statement. It doesn't have to say I help, but if you look at my profile, it says I help small business owners stop winging their social media strategy in less time per week. It talks about me coaching. It talks about my method, which is new wave relationship marketing. So people know in that short little synopsis and the few words, those three questions, who it is that I'm selling to, small business owners, 
what it is that I'm selling, social media coaching to help them with the timing and having everything automated. And what makes me different is this from a relationship standpoint. And it also is a lot of automation within it. You can get that from looking at the bio. Now, if you are a product-based business, I want you to go out and share exactly what it is you sell. There's no more fluff of like just slogans in your bio. If you confuse people, if people are on your profile and they really don't know exactly what it is that you're actually selling, you will lose them right off the bat. So you need to have your profile set up to explain what it is that you're selling. So if you are a product-based business, say exactly what it is that you're selling. It needs to be consistent, needs to be cohesive, and it needs to be concise. Again, if you confuse them, you will lose them. So set up your profile to explain exactly what it is that you sell. The last piece of setting up your profile for success, and I can make a whole episode just on setting up your profile, in the name field, so first you have your username, which comes up on the very, very top of your profile, and then you have the bolded section, which is right below your profile photo, and those two things are both searchable. So you want to have a keyword in the full name section that if people are searching for something on Instagram, because all social media platforms are search engines now, 58% of people, of consumers, search for a social media profile before they actually buy from them. So they're looking for you. You should have a keyword in that section that explains what it is or something that someone would type in, whether that's homemade, natural health products or social media coach or something that is going to be searchable or that people, a keyword that people would search just like Google AdWords, that people would search on Instagram in order to find something like you. So you don't have to have your business name on both of those because if they're typing in your business name and that's your username, they're going to find you already because both of those sections are searchable. So from the top down of Instagram, your username should be your brand name. You should have a keyword in the full name section. Your bio needs to answer the questions of who you're selling to, what it is that you're selling clearly, and what makes you different or why should they buy from you? Who, what, and why? Throw some highlights in there to answer very frequently asked questions. And then in your content is also needs to be set up for content that they want to see and that does look visually appealing to them. So again, the first thing they look at is your content. So if it is visually appealing and they click on it and you're giving them value, giving them good information that they adds to their life, they are much more likely to follow you to get more of that information. So if you are feeling like you're doing a lot of the other two strategies that I'm going to talk about, and you aren't getting a lot of followers in return, that means that you have a content issue. So you need to go back and audit your content, but that is for a different episode. So growth strategy number one is set up your profile for your audience. And this again goes back to knowing your audience very well. Growth strategy number two is posting shareable content. So shareable content is content that your audience is going to want to share with their audience as well. So now this is where your mindset really shifts when you're creating content, because this is no longer you just posting content for your audience. You're thinking of what content would your audience want to share with their audience as well. A lot of marketing is psychology. 
And social media applies to people's ideal self-image. So people post things on social media. Now this might sound shallow, but they post things on social media to show people or to give them the impression that they are who they want to be. Whether they're there or not, people are only going to share things that apply to their ideal or their actual self-image. And so you are creating content that your audience wants to share with their audience as well. So they're not going to share all of these things about like, I need to lose weight always because some people don't want to publicly share that. So you have to think, what does your audience want to share with their audience as well? A lot of times this is motivation, it's a reminder, it's a political view, not that I'm recommending being political on social media always, but it's something that people resonate with enough that they want to share it with their audience. So this again goes back to your audience, knowing who your audience is, knowing what they believe in, what their values are, in order to create content that they want to share. And shareable content then goes on their story or sometimes they'll repost it on their feed and tag you in it. And this is how you grow really rapidly. This is how viral videos go. A lot of times it's humor that goes very viral because people want to share those things with their audience and then it goes to their audience and then more people share it and more people share it, which brings them back to your profile, which makes them check you out which then makes them follow you if they like what they see. My example of shareable content, because all of my audience is small business owners, I'll post content about what it's like to be a business owner or how to support small businesses or the benefits of growing a small business or benefits of buying small business or supporting small business. So they wanna share it with their audience as well because a lot of their followers are also small business owners or would be interested in what it is that I'm talking about. A lot of other types of shareable content, again, is motivation, is humor, is quotes, uh, is anything that is going to resonate with your audience's audience as well as just your audience. (laughs) How many times can I say audience in a sentence? But that is really what it's going to be. So shareable content is super huge. So a lot of times what I do is I sit down And I just brainstorm or I ask my audience what is going on in their life, what they are already sharing, again, stalking people on the internet, what are they already sharing from other people on their profile, and then I can see what it is that they're liking. And then I can create content similar or with a similar aspect, again, never copying, but you can always take ideas and morph it into your own. So growth strategy one, setting up your content for your audience. Growth strategy two is posting shareable content for your audience to share with their audience. And growth strategy number three is interacting with people on the internet that are within your audience. Now, this is a strategy that I do daily. I actually set aside some time in the, in the beginning of my day to do this every workday. So if you are a local business, this is very easy. On Instagram, you can go into the search tab and go into places. Put in your city, your surrounding cities, and those are all people that have tagged that they are in your area. So you can go into recents and then like some of their posts right within there. And that, you know that they're in your area, you know that they're there, and you're going to raise brand recognition as well as grow followers, possible people that didn't know about you, people that might have known about you but didn't follow you already, and you know that they're in your area. 
if you're an online business and your market can be anybody, then you again, you need to go back to knowing your audience and interacting with people with hashtags that they use on their posts. So if your audience is moms, you can go into the hashtag mom life and you can go into recents and you can like posts in there. It posts, it pops up on their Instagram then and then they want to check you out, see who liked their post and be like, hmm, who is this? And so you can go in there and then if they like what they see, if you have your profile set up again for them, they are likely to want more and follow you there as well. So you go into hashtags and you need to figure out what hashtags your audience might be using. If you sell natural products, your hashtag can be hashtag plant life or plant mom. If you sell something for dogs, hashtag dog mom or fur baby or whatever. So again, you have to stalk people on the internet. Get out there and get stalking people on the internet and see what hashtags your audience uses. So now like where the heck do you find your audience on social media in order to even start stalking them? Well, think about who your audience might follow that is similar to who you are or who to your business is. So look at kind of like a someone that is very successful in your industry, go on who has a lot of followers and go onto their profile and check out their followers and look at their profile. Look at what hashtags they're using. Look at where they might be, some things that they're interested in. And then you can learn a lot about people just from stalking people on the internet. <laughs> and those are great people to interact with as well because if it's already someone that's successful, if there's a business that is successful within your industry, a lot of times they would be interested in yours as well. So you can always like the posts of the people that follow successful businesses in your industry as well. Those are called creating lookalike audiences. Something to note, just a disclaimer, is that if you go out and you just start liking and commenting and having a lot of meaningful interaction, not just baseline, hey, great, beautiful, love it, comments, if you start actually asking questions, oh my gosh, this is so pretty, where are you located or whatever, asking an actual question on the comments, you have to be careful how many you do per hour and how quick you start doing this interaction. Again, going back to shadow banning, Instagram is very cautious of people that buy bots or that are buying followers and buying interactions and stuff like that in order to grow your profile. So you need to keep it under 150 interactions per hour. Now that might seem like a ton, but you also have to build up to that. So I don't want you right after this podcast to go out and just like 500 posts and start commenting because you will get marked as spam. So you have to kind of grow your way into it. I recommend just doing 30 an hour for a day, maybe tomorrow, do more than that and work your way up to it. I never try to exceed, and I don't really count. You can just go until you feel like it's been a really long time once you've been doing it for a while. Um, But I would never recommend just trying to go over a hundred. That is a little bit much. And you just want to be careful because Instagram will just, it's not against their policy to interact with other people, but they're just being cautious of bots and spam and all of that. So don't comment, don't like right off the bat, a hundred or multiple hundred people in an hour. So try to space it out. Maybe do it in the morning, do it after lunch, do it after dinner, something like that. 
But once you start doing it more consistently, Instagram also recognizes that you are being social on social media and they will boost you up on your engagement rates as well. Again, you're trying to get people to like and to comment on your stuff to grow relationships within the Instagram algorithm and then your content will be shown to them more often as well. So get out there and start interacting. And when I say interacting, I mean liking, I mean commenting. Again, meaningful comments, not just some look so pretty BS. You want to actually have meaningful comments on those. Again, asking questions or some type of being a human and actually interacting with people on the internet. So the three main growth strategies, one, set up your profile for your audience before you do anything else. Two, post content that your audience is going to want to share. Three is interact with people within hashtags that their audience is going to use on their posts or on lookalike audience pages for people that are successful in your industry. And ditch the engagement pods, the follow for follow, the follow loops. You are here to build relationships with people. So interact with people on the internet and post content that is going to give value to their life and that they are going to want to share and more people will want to follow you naturally. Don't worry about having a cohesive feed. Everything has to be so, so perfect and beautiful because people are wanting authentic and transparent. Is it going to help you grow? Yes, because people are visually appealed and sometimes people will follow you just because they like the look of everything and they like the feeling of your business, but it is not absolutely necessary. Another thing that's not absolutely necessary is having thousands of followers in order to make money on social media. You can do it with just 100 followers, but yes, it does help you to have a larger base of people. So if you want to do this, don't go overboard. Don't become obsessed with it. But it does help you make more money because the more cold leads you have, which are new followers, new people in your in your community the more people that you can convert to hot leads. And once you get to a certain point with your the size of your profile, it will sustain itself and it will grow itself. So it is front loaded with growing a profile. Don't get discouraged. You can make a lot of money with just a couple hundred followers. And when I say just, that is in quotes because you can do it with anything that you have. It's all about content and sales and marketing strategy. I hope this was helpful for you. I love these strategy-packed episodes and I could talk about it for hours. I have hosted challenges with just some of these strategies where you can gain 100 plus followers in a week just by doing some of these things, minimum. So don't feel like it's not it's not possible. People that had two to 300 followers gained over 100 followers in a week with doing some of these things consistently. So don't feel like it's not possible for you. If you enjoyed this, I'm gonna be putting out a ton more episodes, all my strategies and all of that. I want to give everything to you for free. So give me a DM, hit me up on Instagram if you wanna hang out. It's at this is Hive. If you have any questions, you know I'm always here for you. Have a great day and we'll chat with you soon. 
All right, Busy Bee fam, that is it for this week's episode. If you enjoyed it, hit the subscribe button to be notified. I put out a new episode every Tuesday, so get excited for those all about business, branding, and social media marketing. You can get all sorts of tricks on how to grow your small business. Hang out with me on Instagram at thisishive. I put out a lot of other content out on there. Leave a review and let me know which topics you're liking the most, what you're loving about the podcast, And if you do want to share with your audience on Instagram, I love when I see what you guys are thinking about the podcast on your story. So definitely share that, tag me in it, and I cannot wait to see what episodes you are loving the most. As always, it was a pleasure being here with you. I will see you next Tuesday.